Hey everyone, it's episode 17 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it is me, Griff. Obviously, um, I've got to apologise in advance. I did this a few weeks ago. There's, I'm at my mum's house again. My mum's not in, but the window's opened because she's been cooking, so the place stinks of uh, ribs, which is great, but what it's doing, it seems to attract flies into the house. And not just your normal little flies, the ones that make loads of fucking noise. I've already brutally murdered one. Um, we have to clean that because I smashed it against the patio window and her wall and her floor. <laughs> I don't, there's no humane process in killing flies for me. They are just the most annoying creature on the planet. And uh, I've probably ruined my mum's wall there. I can see the stain I've left on the wall. Um, I don't know if I want to be an adult about it and, you know, just clean it up, like I said. Or I might as be a teenager about it. Just, you know, act like I don't know it's there. And just let her deal with it. Like a brat. <laughs> well, no, I won't do that right now. I'll get rid of it. But hey, uh, everyone, how's your week been? Always ask that, but it's a rhetorical question. Why? Because this is just a one-way one way avenue of noise. It's just me talking to you. Um, you're not going to respond. Are you sat there listening to this and actually answering that question? I don't know. Anyway, what has happened this week? Obviously, the election happened. Um, as I said before, I thought, right, come to June the 9th, it will be done with the lose people who, you know, back the party that didn't get into power would be bitching and upset. But instead, what's happened is, uh, we've got, just got more, just more election. Yeah, I was saying, it's like watching, a, it's like planning to do something after a football match. And then it goes into extra time. Just, you, you wasn't ready for this. Your day wasn't planned or structured around the game lasting more than 90 minutes. Now that when you've agreed with your girlfriend, yeah, yeah, we can go to your sister's, yeah, yeah, but can we just watch the football here first? Then we'll head to your sister's. When does the football end? It'll, it'll end no later than six. That's when it ends. And then, you know, it comes to six o'clock. And for once, your woman's actually ready on time. And you're there like, ah, uh, uh. She's like, I thought you said football, we finished. He's like, ah. <laughs> That's what it's like. That's when to be done. Now May's having to make a agreement with DUP. I'm not going to lie, I googled DUP. Didn't know they existed. Um, I, say, I think like with most politics, I'm ignorant. I know you've got Labour you got Conservatives. I only found a few months ago Conservatives' full name was the Conservative and Unionist Party. Didn't even know that. But uh, you got them, Lib Dems, who are just like third place team. I'm never going to win it. Uh, you know? And then UKIP. We seem to only have one kind of purpose. That was Brexit. And now that's happened. It's like they've got no, no purpose now. Uh, Green Party. Who, uh, that's who everyone would vote for, but I just don't think they'll win. So no one votes for them. Uh, again, like why, why people vote for who they think will win? They actually vote for the policies they agree with. Have you ever spoken to someone who votes for Labour or Tory? 
Uh, so have you seen someone who, spoke, who votes for Labour Tory speak to someone who votes for the Green Party? It's hilarious. So why do you vote for the Green Party? Um, because I, I, I back the policies that they have. Yeah, but they're never going to win. Is it? Yeah, but that they're not going to win because you, you don't vote for them. <laughs> it's really that simple. Just vote for the parties you want, and then they're likely to win. He just vote for parties. You saw Alfred Trump. People thought he wasn't going to win. The people voted for him. Guess what? He fucking won. He fucking won. Oh, man. And the funniest thing about Trump is... He is... Uh, as much as he disliked the guy. The fact is, this, I believe, all came off the back of Barack Obama taking the piss out of him at that correspondence dinner. <laughs> when he did the whole... Came out to the Hulk Hogan music. The I'm a real American had his birth certificate blasted on the screen because Trump kept on saying he wasn't born in America. And Obama said to him, I'll be, there's one thing I am that you'll never be, and that's the president of the United States. <laughs> and then Trump came around and fucking did it. Fucking did it. That's mean, that's what he's just got to back the guy you want to win. All woman, you want to win. But one thing I've noticed from this election is, uh, as a general populace, we're not very good at dealing with propaganda and smear. We eat that shit up. Properly eat that shit up. Now people heard who decided to vote for Corbyn later on, Corbyn and Labour, and their rationale was, yeah, now I've actually seen him talk, he's not that, he's not that bad. <laughs> So where is your judgment coming from before? Well, you know, these people said about him. There's one thing that everyone agrees on that they fucking hate about themselves. It's when other people go off of things that other people said about them. And no one likes shit being spread about them. Yet when it happens to someone else, we just spread that shit around. We just hit repost and share. Boom. I don't know if it's true, but I need it for the fucking likes. The likes of the retweets. That's our currency. Social media currency. And just like, this election on social media has been nuts. I think I have no Tory supporters on my social media. None. I voted Labour, so what? It doesn't mean I hate people who vote Tory. It's just this weird kind of... Uh, reductionist view we have of people who have a different view to us or just everyone is that we go around the world as the kind of main character in our lives and everyone else is just extras and there's two dimensional characters like everyone's like I'm so complex and I'm voting for this party because I have such great morals and great understanding of the world and so who you voted for the opposite party to you ah well you're an arsehole <laughs> it's like the amount of the militancy of Labour supporters on my Facebook. So like, if you're voted Tory, just fucking kill yourself. <laughs> you know, you have a different view to me. Go fuck yourself. It's a, I thought, thought this was a it was a democracy. You know, well that's what it's all about. It really seems like we'd what we actually want is just a dictatorship of someone who has all the views of us. That's what people actually want. 
They don't want a democracy. They don't want opposing views, differing views. No. Disagree with me. My ego is too fragile for you to disagree with me. <laughs> I always love that when someone has an opinion and they jump straight back onto it. Well, it's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. It's like, double thumbs up. Good for you. Good for you. I'm just asking why have you arrived at your opinion or how you've arrived at it. Oh, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I can't surround my people. I can't surround myself with people like that. Uh, then, but then I guess that just makes me a hypocrite because that makes me just as bad as those other people. I, li- I like different opinions. That's what I like. But I remember discussing this with, uh, with someone before. Like it's only when someone has a different opinion you want a rationale as to why they've got a different opinion. Like, if someone has the same opinion as you, like, you never ask them why. No? Like, it's like, oh, who... <laughs> like, like, oh, what, what do you think about, uh... I'll just think of a topic. Like, animal cruelty. Like, what do you think about uh, using real, real fur? There you go. Let's use real fur. What do you think about using real fur? It's like, oh, I, I disagree with the use of it. And it's like, oh, me too. Oh, cool. And then they try to carry on the conversation. Like, no, 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 but why? What do you mean, why? I, I agree with you. No, I want to know why. Um, you know, just and because I have a different rationale, you actually fall out of them. So I'm just here trying to make friends. It's like no, no, I need to know your reason why. I think that's actually a good way to approach life because you don't know why someone agrees with you. They might have some fucked up reason for agreeing with you, and they're going around in their head thinking you've got the same fucked up rationale. You know what I mean? Just like oh, why? But why do you uh, why do you think that we should keep the NHS? And their view could be something just really messed up, just like oh, you know, my granddad's like Harold Shipman, and, they... <laughs> and yeah, and uh, he's just like he's trying to he's trying to match his score of murders, and if the NHS loses funding, he's not going to get his record. So we need those NHS hospitals to stay open so we can carry on uh, murdering people. And you're like, ah, that wasn't my reason why the NHS to stay open there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's just a bit weird, Facebook, man. Because people just getting really emotional about who have different views, not asking why. It's like, from the only thing, here's my rationale, here's my thing, okay. If you're a working class person and you're and you're not actually socially mobile and you're that now voting Tories, it's like that makes no sense to me. However, I don't think you're an idiot. I just want to talk to you. That's it. I just want to see what why you're voting that. If you're like middle class, uh, you're earning money, you got private health care, you you own property and multiple properties and things like that, it makes sense for you to vote for Tories. That's it. I don't hate you. I don't think that you're earning 100k and you don't like other human beings. You know, you feed your kids liquid gold. (laughs) And you fucking hate my family. And you hate... I don't think all of that stuff. I don't think you hate immigrants. I don't think any of that. I just think, okay... Because I've spoken to you and I've seen that the things that concern you the most, that party's talking to you about that. And that's all it is. You don't need to fall out about it. It's nuts. 
what gives me most role is like this false when it comes to issues, complex issues like immigration. Are you for or against? Um, wow, I didn't think it was just like a a two box ticket option. <laughs> like, how can you be for or against immigration? Is there's surely there's more detail there, you know? If I had to pick one or the other, I have to be for because both my parents are immigrants. I'm not against immigration, but there's a middle ground. Like, but we can't talk about it. If you just ask questions, are you for or against? So if someone once asked me, are you Black Lives Matters or not? It's like, um, I don't agree with everything they say. The person looked at me, he's like, you fucking coon. <laughs> I was just like, um, what? It's like, no, I just, there's more. There's, they've got different things on there and I don't agree with everything on there. I agree with the principle are you black lives matter it's like jesus christ guys the world isn't just black and white it's constantly in a shade of gray there's some things that are quite simple yeah but most things aren't most things in that middle shade but hey election enough of that you know oh no shout out to diane abbott fucking what recovery and uh I'm not talking about her. <laughs> pause, let me rephrase that. I'm not talking about her illness. I'm talking about how to get that smear campaign. Um and to be kind of yeah, right, let me let me cover this properly. Right. So if you don't know about Diane Abbott, she's been having some fucked up interviews, messing up on figures and stuff. And it's just like it, it was just this kind of train, this runaway train of just her messing up on interviews, messed up in interviews, right? That's a fact in my mind. She messed up on interviews. Fine. Here's another fact, okay? She was being... There was an element of racism and misogyny to, to, pursue of, to the pursuit of Diane Abbott, right? These two things are both true, okay? They don't have, there has to be one or the other, this again is just a false dichotomy that we always have. It's people either go, Oi, is either you acknowledge she messed up. If you acknowledge she messed up, then you're a racist and a sexist. It's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. And it's like to say, okay, I think she has been racially abused. And she's, and uh, I, think she, I think she's been targeted because of race and because of her gender. People like, what, so you don't think she messed up on interviews then? It's like, I didn't say that. It's again, it's this kind of false dichotomy each time. It's like, no, it's both. Both these things have happened and stuff. Well, you got to respect her. you got to respect her history and the things she's done, being like the first black female MP. And she's done loads, right? She's done flipping loads. And there's so many other politicians who fuck up continuously in interviews and they haven't been flipping hounded like she has yeah i i likened her to comparing her to boris johnson i said diane abbott is like that legendary footballer in your club right he's played like 15 seasons average 10 to 11 goals a season just like just a talisman for your team there's an absolute hero scored that winner in the cup final three years ago got you to the champions league final just a legend one club man just being there all the time Fans freaking love them. And then this season, they've just been a bit shit. Right? 
That's it. It's been a bit shit. Boris Johnson. He's literally just been shit all his career, but he's just still there. And how's has you thinking, is he the manager's son or something? You know? Like, check any under-11s football team. <laughs> just like, all right, here's the lineup, boys. Uh, Tommy's captain. It's just like, how? Why is he the first name being listed? Manager's son. Shit. He knows he's shit. Still there. Boris Johnson gets away with saying loads of crap. Like, can any other politician get away with fucking rugby tackling a 10-year-old? This happened. The guy makes up words. But we love him. It's funny. He's great. Oh, Boris. The guy's a fucking buffoon. Hey, that's what I'm saying. There's a clear difference. Have a think about that. But enough of election stuff. Enough of it. I've been going in my way. Let's talk about me. Me. Why? Because it's my podcast. I'm a fucking narcissist podcast is named after me. I do stand-up comedy and I do a podcast where I talk to myself for 30 minutes. Of course, I'm going to talk about myself for a bit. Yeah? So, this week, what have I done? Um, What did I do this week? Monday, I went to see Frankie Boyle, do some work in progress. So, that was hilarious. Um, Getting boozed up on a Monday. I suggest it, people. Seriously, when your weekend's been long and uh, you're dreading work on Monday... What you should do is uh, make Monday your cheat day with food. Eat like the worst food on Monday and then go out and get pissed on the Monday night. We used to have this in my old workplace called the Monday Night Losers Club. <laughs> you just go out on a Monday with your friends and get drunk. Trust me, it makes your Monday much more fun. You don't dread going to work on a Monday because you know you've got Monday Night Losers Club after work. The rule is you go for just one drink. But one is one round. That's what I mean. You have to buy one round. That's the only drink you go for. And then obviously, you, so you times it by the amount of people that are there. So if there's three of you, you're going to stay for three drinks on a Monday. Trust me, do it. But no, we really uh, went to see Frankie Boyle. Uh, me, me and my mate. Um, he's a Frankie Boyle fan, so I went to watch that. And then Tuesday, I didn't do anything on Tuesday. What do I do on Tuesday? Nothing. Wednesday, nothing. Thursday, Thursday, the blackout. I was told you about last week. So said Johnny Cochran's MC in it. Um, so he is a great, great comedian, um, but also someone I went to school with. Um, so yes, so the blackout is a gong show. You get five minutes to stay on stage, and people get free cards in the crowd. If you get, if all three cards go up. They put their cards up when they dislike you. If all three cards go up, then the light's cut out and that's you done. But with the blackout, you get a two-minute grace period. So if you can be shit for the first two minutes and the crowd's just there, just baying for your blood, just sharpening their knives and pitchforks, ready to kill you. Right. And so I uh, I was the second on and uh, obviously smashed it. Uh did the five minutes not one light went on because i was fucking hilarious but no <laughs> but no here's, here's the thing though but like in my head i was like i can't fuck up all right that's what i say i can't fuck up johnny's here i just don't want the awkward conversation all right there's one thing in an awkward conversation from just uh from just a crowd member it's not a comedian because they if you don't do comedy 
try to avoid there's one word that we want to hear when we come off stage as comedian is you were funny that's it funny good's fine great those are those are cool those are great funny they're brilliant but funny is the one. Oh my god you're so funny that's what any comedian wants to hear when they come off stage when we hear words like brave <laughs> oh you're so brave you're so confident it's like cool these are words that don't really have anything to do with what I was trying to do there. I wasn't trying to be brave. I was trying to be funny. I, mean, I really like how you enunciate. Like, your words are very clear. Um, you stand with good posture. It's just like, it's great. This ain't America's Next Top Model, though. <laughs> it's like, you look good on stage. I mean, that's what people always used to say to you at the start. Man, like, you've got real good stage presence. And I'm like, cool, but was I funny? <laughs> but no, I came on stage, I was funny. Um, and not gonna lie, I thought I'd won it. Uh, I thought I'd won it. And then another comedian called Rakesh Martin came on as the last act of the night. And man, he smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. Um, I know Rakesh from before. So I was just enjoying it, and it was really funny. It was really good, and it was, it was a fun night, and it was good that I didn't flop in front of my mate. So it's all, all good. That's up on the Thursday, and all week I've been trying to get my life sorted together. So with uh, you may have seen on social media if you follow me on social media that my website is up, DarrenGriffiths.com, um, and this podcast will be found at DarrenGriffiths.com forward slash podcast. Um, we have all the players there, so SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, and I've finally submitted this podcast to iTunes. It's not available yet, but in a few weeks' time, I think, or maybe in a few days' time, hopefully, it'll get the thumbs up, and this will be available on iTunes with all the previous episodes. So there you go. I've been actually trying to start my life. But yeah, doing the website on my own, man. This is it's been a pain in the ass. I don't know what I'm doing. I've had to do the whole website myself, right? Because um, my cousin originally did the website for me. The website was fine, but I didn't know how to edit it. Like I'm that much of a moron with computers. Like I'm that dub. Like that's how long it's taken me to do the iTunes thing because I did. I just didn't know how to do it. <laughs> And you know when you're asking people for help for things, and for them, what you're asking is so simple that they don't really know how to help you with it. You know, it's just it's too beneath them to help you. And that's what was the iTunes thing. I was like, I just had to Google, had Google open on one page and iTunes on the other. Because I don't even own a laptop. How about that, people? It's 2017. I haven't owned a laptop for seven years. Seven years. I, hear, I can hear something going, how the fuck do you survive? How you even do this podcast? <laughs> I have a laptop. Do I have a TV in my room? I'm just weird. I'm, I'm, I like technology. I don't hate it. Like, I'm on social media and everything, but I'm just not... I'm not a technophile. I'm not a technophobe, but I'm not a technophile. I think uh, someone, someone used to work in marketing was explained to me that I'm like a sage free type of person you market to i'm like a late uptaker that's that's me 
And even then, I haven't never owned an Apple product. I'm just shit. <laughs> but hey, if you want to buy me a laptop, that'd be good. But then, um, well, again, what, what was over those this week uh, with laptops? Nothing to do with laptops, but um, just now, I was watching Dinner Date, as far as recording this. Uh, isn't that a weird show? That is such a weird body show, right? Like, oh, 24 minutes, shit. I'm, oh, I'm going to have to power through this. Cool, yeah, Dinner Date. Um, I don't get why people date on TV. I don't get that, man. Like, it makes no sense to me. Like, how, why would you date on TV? Everyone's just there. They can see you. They can see how shit you are dating. Um, it's never going to go great. Because let's admit, sometimes, guys, when you go on a date, hey, think about it. Ladies, if you go on a date, sometimes it may just go that way where it's, I want to have sex from that night. That night. Imagine if dinner date ended. Because then you've got that scene where they kiss at the door. If they went for the kiss at the door, they just got like really steamy. Just pressed up against the wall. Front door just gets closed by. <laughs> Guy just like picks her up. So her legs just straddle him around her hips. And he just carries her to the bedroom. The cameraman's just left there just awkwardly. Just like. Ah. Uh... <laughs> You know what, I might have to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try and start doing sketches soon. I might actually have to put that in the sketch. I might have to, yeah, I'm going to write it down. But on this episode, though, this man, uh, a fly flew into his drink and he just drank it. And then he, the woman, she was absolutely like dismayed, just disgusted by his behaviour. And then when he's doing this little talking head, because, yeah, you know. It's just a little fly in there, uh, but no doubt she's going to just bang on about it. Just like, no, mate, you, you can't take that position of arrogance when you just drank a fly. <laughs> no. No, no, no. She has every right to be disgusted at you. Every right. But, um, oh, oh that's nothing I was going to cover. Feminism. Uh, oh, it's just like, what? What is he going to say? I'm going to say this, I'm a guy, um, I'm a man, so I'm going to not explain how to do feminism, because I don't know how you should do it, okay, that's that's mansplaining, is that meta-mansplaining, because I mansplained mansplaining, <laughs> meta-mansplaining, but no, um, but it's the Amber Rose thing, right, so if you ain't seen a picture, she's on the stairs, all oiled up. Um, I think she has a bikini top on, but she is covered. A pubic region is covered in in hair, and that's kind of broken the internet. Uh, people just calling her no feminist people, like women who identified as feminists, now calling her an attention-seeking whore. <laughs> Sisterhood. <laughs> it's like, Oh dear. And then you've got like those uh, women in Argentina all naked screaming about against violence against women. Um, like I said, I'm not going to tell women how to do feminism. I'm not going to tell them how to do it. Uh, 
But I will say that I don't fully understand. Uh, That's all I can say. I don't don't understand it. Like, I understood the points you were making when you had your clothes on. Like, like, yeah. um, Do I think that Amber Rose is a whore for having... No. I don't think she is. I don't think she is, but I just mean... You know... It's just, it doesn't always have to be naked. Well, I'm not telling how to do feminism. I'm not telling anyone how to do feminism. But I mean, like, if I was trying to raise raise awareness for testicular cancer, I don't think I'd be sat on some stairs with my balls out. <laughs> these. Check these. My balls. These are my balls. Check them. These are my testes. This is where the cancer could be. Test, test them. Look at them. Look at them. Oh, what? You scared? You scared where you don't confront my balls? You don't confront your balls? You scared of the risk of getting cancer, huh? You don't look at the balls? You don't talk about it? My balls? Like, <laughs> it's too intense, dude. It's too intense. It's because you've got to put the balls away. I mean, you're distracted from the cause. I mean, you try to make, focus it, but now you're distracted. Now I'm just talking about your balls being out rather than testicular cancer. The same with feminism, I think that some people may just be distracted by by Amber Rose just being nude. I, I also think as well that it may have something to do with Amber Rose being uh, like attractive by, you know, mainstream standards. Uh, I'm not going to make her, I don't find her attractive. She's a good looking woman. But I feel like if she was out of shape and hideous... Um, then people would probably describe her as brave. <laughs> you know, they describe her as brave. Uh, but because she's got an absolute baggy body, people are like, you whore. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just weird to me how that goes. Um, but, oh man, I said, that is weird to me. Um, I get it when someone like Chimamanda actually talks about it, explains the points. I'm like, oh, I get that. I fully understand that. I mean, yeah, that the, the world is structured in a way that's not great for women. I'm I'm on board. There you go. I get it. But um, but ah, talking about women actually getting a terrible time or a woman, Mary J. Blige. Have you seen her? Uh, She's been ordered to pay her husband, who is used to be her manager, £30,000 a month, right? And you know how they split up? Why they split up? He cheated on her with someone they both work with. How fucked up is that as a system? How are you going to cheat on me? Then I have to pay you. I mean, it's happened over and over again with guys, right? When there's men in divorce. See, now it's happened to a woman. I think it's made it so clear how unfair that is. I mean, I know, I I think most women in general, if the circumstances was it's a man who's filed for divorce with his wife because his wife's cheated on him, would back the man. I think, I think just most women I know, it's just, it's not even a gender thing. But I just think in in the media and the general public, it's now a bigger story. Because they can actually say, oh, this is, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. But anyway, I hope that's uh, 
I hope that he has to pay her back. But apparently they both owe the tax man loads of money. I don't really understand the US taxes, how they always end up in such high tax arrears. But anyway, I've got to end this podcast because it's gone over 30 minutes. I always made the rule that it wasn't going to go that long. It is. I'm going to fuck off and play with some Lego. I'm at my mum's house. Um, I think she's been doing some tidying. I found an old box of Lego. So yeah, fuck you guys. I want to play Lego. Listen, see that? Actual Lego sounds. I'm going to do this. See you later. Bye. Peace.